1: The Eagles are at the podium, and we have it covered here for you thanks to the fine folk at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist, and today on At the Podium, we have some good news and some bad news. The good news is that you're going to hear from Doug Peterson, who has returned to duty to the Eagles after coming back from COVID. Doug was thankfully asymptomatic throughout the course of it and is feeling good and ready to get back into action. He spoke with the media via Zoom, and you'll hear that later on in the show. But as I said, this is good news and bad news. the actually tragic news is that offensive line coaching legend Howard Mudd has passed away at the age of 78 after a two-week battle following a motorcycle accident. Mudd was talked out of retirement to coach the Eagles line from 2011 to 2012. I had a chance to tap into his knowledge during my time with the Scouting Academy, and I'm thankful that I had that opportunity because Mudd, he's a true innovator. One of the best to ever do it, and whenever he spoke, I was furiously taking notes, and I appreciate the way that he molded how I observe and appreciate trench play. So just a truly brilliant guy, and this is a sad day for a lot of people around the league that have had their lives touched and impacted by Mud. What we're going to do is we're going to play a quick snippet from Colts coach Frank Reich. You may know him. Uh, he had a good story to tell about Mud when he talked with reporters earlier on Wednesday. So let's kick it to that, and then we'll get to Doug Peterson getting himself back in the mix. That's coming up right now.
2: So, know I'm glad you asked the question, Phil. I'll keep it relatively brief, although that that could be hard. But um, yeah, I got so much love and respect for Howard. You know, I got I got my coaching break here with the Colts. Um, the one quick story that comes to mind is, you know, here I was, I was the, you know, I was the offensive quality control and then I was the quarterback coach. And so I'd have to, you know, working with Peyton I had to go into Howard's office all the time to, to talk about um, the run game and things for the, relevant to the quarterback. And I remember going in his office one time and he had pushed me around one too many times verbally. And, <laughs> uh, and I just finally lashed back out on him and I, and it was a good lashing for me, and you guys you guys know me, so you can imagine uh, that for me to get this worked up um, and to strike back verbally was a rare instance. And I, I let him have it. And after I was finished, he just started laughing. He said, oh, I love that, that's what I love to see. You know I mean? He was just an old ball coach. And our, our thoughts and prayers are with him and Shirley, um, and just have a lot of love and respect for Howard Mudd. All right, coach, welcome. Um, let's get started. Go ahead, Dave Zingaro. Hey Doug, welcome back. Glad you're feeling well. Yeah, thanks. Um you were getting close to padded practices. Uh you had mentioned a while back that you wanted to have some scrimmages during training camp to make up for the lack of preseason games. Have you decided how many you wanna have and how you're gonna format them?
3: Yeah, I've had uh, obviously a chance to kinda of go through the whole schedule. Um, the padded portion which starts uh you know starts next Monday and, and obviously looking forward to that and you know, as you guys know, I typically have 2 days where um it's more of a live controlled live sort of practice uh tackle to the ground and and, and I'm going to I'm going to stick to that schedule. Uh, I'm going to stick to 2 days uh of having um you know situational scrimmage type uh practices. I feel like it's a great way to uh to get our our guys um you know prepared to 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 game to game situations, game action. So, uh I'm going to do I'm going to do 2 of those days. Okay, we'll go to Ed Kratz and then Howard Eskin.
2: Hey, Doug, I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, what were these last 10 days like for you? I mean, how challenging, how nerve-wracking? I mean, what, what were your emotions like these last 10 days?
3: Well, I, I obviously didn't want to miss any time if uh, if I didn't have to, but, uh, you know, I stayed uh, I stayed engaged virtually with the team. Uh, I was able to watch the practices. Um, you know, and 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 stay stay up on on everything that we did, and 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 still run the team from you know from from my home, and you know I think that's something that uh, the off season taught us and taught me uh, how to do that virtually, and uh, but at the same time I was I was chomping, I was ready to get back here and and, and be out on the grass with the players.
1: Okay, Howard, and then Les Bowen. Doug. Uh, obviously, with the no OTAs, you were out for a while. Last grass time. How do you catch up? both you as the head coach and as the team. How do I catch up? Yeah, we've well, you, we, missed a lot of, by missing a lot of the OTAs. We uh, haven't had, practices. Howard,
3: we haven't had OTAs yet. It's been acclimation. It's been classroom. It's been walkthroughs. Uh, we haven't done our OTA. Today actually began um, kind of the phase two with, with everybody. Um, so we really haven't had an OTA uh, practice exactly. yet
1: that's my point. The season's what, about 30, I think 31 days away. And normally you have a lot more installed, a lot more things done, the rookies, you know, how do you catch up? And you as a head coach catch up, even though you said you were watching the practices. Well, the, the thing, I guess the thing that, um, uh, I, I, I,
3: for you to understand where we've been for the last two weeks, we've, We've put in our entire offense and defense. It's already installed. It's already. We're working through situational football now. We're working through all the different scenarios. Even though we're doing walkthroughs and we're doing classroom, and uh, so we we've had time with these players, uh, even on the grass. We've we've had time with our rookies. Um, you know, this past week, and and uh, so so we're really not playing playing catch up. You know, the only thing we've missed really is. Probably just the live practices that we would have had, you know, under a normal uh, a normal situation. So um, tomorrow, I think uh, would would have been our first preseason game. So you know, we've we've got everything that we need in um, if we were to play a game tomorrow. So uh, we're not really playing catch up. We're just enhancing what we have uh, moving forward. Okay, thanks. Well, Steph. thanks go ahead, Mark. Les. And then you look like from- castaway, by the way. I don't know <laughs> if right, you go can ahead, tell, Les. but
1: I'm letting my hair grow out <laughs> too, just like ours
2: um hi Doug Uh, you've got uh like Howard said a little more than a month for the season to start what do you need to know the most right now what do you need to find out more than anything else as you're moving into real practices
3: well I, I think there's a couple things that we need to know I think the first one is is obviously the guys that we have in in the starter roles starter positions uh making sure that they're you know in the right right frame of mind their their bodies are conditioned those are things that we got to know in the next you know next few weeks leading up to that first game i think the second thing is obviously you know the the new the new additions to the team the free agents the, the draft picks the undrafted guys those are the guys that we got to have you know our answers on as as coaches so um you know as we as we continue uh throughout the process and we we begin to put pads on next week those are some of the answers that we're going to get, uh, you know, leading up to that uh, to that first to that first regular season week.
4: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference.
2: Hey Doug, what happened with uh, Jatavis Brown? And he was the only veteran you added among the linebackers this offseason. What do you think of that group a month away from the season?
3: Yeah, I think um, one. One, I think highly of our linebackers. I'm really excited uh, for this group. It's a young group, um, you know, and, and it's a it's a very energetic group. Uh, something that we you know we we focused on. We being you know Howie and, and our in our scouts our personnel department, we focused on in the off season through the draft and and what not in in Jatavius's case um listen um you know everybody goes through different things in life and and there's times when you just come to a point where um you know may, maybe you just don't have the the passion the drive um and and you know it's unfortunate because you know he he he's a great kid um he and I had a great conversation last week and and um you know I understood where he where he was coming from and and you know, when, when your heart's not in something and, and you know, you just it, it you don't want to do the team, you don't want to do yourself, you don't want to do your teammates a disservice, and and so I respect that of him and, and have a lot of respect for that decision. That's a tough decision for a player uh to, to come to and uh to be able to step away from a game that you know that that, that he loves, obviously, and and uh I have a lot of respect for Jatavis and, and I wish him wish him all the success and all the best moving
1: forward. Jeff and then Elliot. Doug, real quick. So you're saying that uh, live periods will be the same. So essentially, training camp will be the same as it's been. Yeah. Um, and then it, are, is it the same amount of practices.
3: Yeah. You know, we've got. Um,
1: gosh, what the I think I have eight.
3: I think there's eight, eight or nine padded practices throughout the next two and a half weeks or so leading up to, uh, you know, the um, uh, the first regular season week. But and there's also some some days off. You know on the CBA. And, and, you know, I, listen, I, I, I I guess this is not the time or the place to get through the scheduling, but, but I think, I think there's about eight or nine
1: padded practices in the next couple of weeks. Essentially the same. So my question is, you know, uh, obviously with no preseason, you're going to have to use this more for evaluation. So how do you balance needing to evaluate the players during this period with also, uh, you know, going through situational football, doing all all the scheme stuff that you need to do?
3: Well, I think that's, I think that's the fine line. I think that's the, the balance that we as coaches have to have to come up with. And this is why when I had a chance to really dive into the, you know, the schedule um, and, and how things are situated um, and where things are situated in the next couple of weeks, uh, you know, that's, that's the, that's the fine line. We've, we've got to be able to get answers on these, on these players and, and uh, you know, um Every all thirty-two teams are in the same in the same boat, same same situation, same scenario. So it's just uh, it's a matter of putting putting these players in practice situations to be to be successful, to show us what uh, they can do. And, and really, once the pads come on, you you really start seeing again uh, the physicality of guys and and uh, how 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 well they're gonna you know uh, suit what we need as a as an offense, defense, and obviously special teams.
1: If I could just follow up real quick, then do you think practices will be more intense because guys are they don't have the preseason to show off to, to show you what they got. Um,
3: I don't know if they'll be any more intense than what they are. Training camp practices are grueling anyway. The one thing that you don't have with uh, when you're not playing games, you, you actually don't have as many days off. Where guys guys have days off, you know, they have a game where a, you know the starters play a series or two in the first couple of games, and they have the next day off, and and we go back to work. So you know, it's a little more of a. Um, more of a fluid schedule I would say for the next couple of weeks so we're gonna have a we're gonna have our uh we're gonna have a lot of good answers because of the, the amount of days that we've got stacked back to back or end to end coming up Elliot and
0: then Ruben hey Doug uh Greg Ward got a lot of playing for you for you guys at the end of the last season because of injury now that everybody's healthy uh you brought in some new receivers how do you see Greg Ward's role changing and you still think he's going to be a starting type player for you guys
3: yeah Greg um Gosh, I've always liked Greg. He's been on our practice roster, you know, as a young player. We activated him. He played last year, as you mentioned, and and did well. You know, um, you know, the one thing now as he goes into this season, he he's in that rotation, he's in that starting mix for us. And and um, you know, it's just a matter of him uh, embracing every day, getting better. Um, you know, being a former quarterback, he understands obviously our offense, being in our offense, he he knows you know, the, the concepts and the routes and, and has a, he and Carson have a really good feel, uh, for one another. And, and so I think for him now, it's just a matter of continuing to, to get better each and every day and putting in the work. And, and, um, you know, we expect some really big things from Greg and, um, he can also be a leader. He can be a leader of that group, you know, him and, you know, Deshaun Jackson and, you know, Alshon Jeffrey and these guys, they can be leaders now, uh, and mentors to these young players.
1: We have time for a couple more, so we'll do Ruben and then Tim McManus.
3: Hey, Doug. Uh, good to see you. Um, you've always given all your guys uh, reps with the ones. Uh, we would see guys kind of rolling in and out, uh, backups, rookies, everybody. Uh, without preseason games and having to get your starters ready, what's the plan as far as reps in general? Will you still have the luxury of kind of mixing and matching and, and giving everybody a chance to run with the ones?
2: Or are you going to have to kind of really focus on the starters getting most of those reps?
3: Well, I, I think the, the the bottom line is, yeah, we got to make sure the starters get get the the right amount of reps, you know, heading into the regular season and and they're they're prepared number one. But you know, one, you're you're absolutely right. One of the things I like to do is is get a young player uh, at any position, but get a young player in there with the starters um, on offense, on defense, even on special teams uh, to see where they are and and to get more of that game feel. Right, it, it's and and I can remember back when I was a young player getting getting reps with those with those starters i mean it gets your juices going a little bit and and uh it's exciting for that player but at the same time that's a that's a game rep for them that's a that's a true feeling on how how game day is uh uh what it's like so i'm still gonna do that uh the coaches are 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 gonna do that you know the coordinators are gonna do that uh and and make sure that our guys uh are one they're prepared to go and do that and then uh at the same time it, it allows
1: us to find answers on on some of these young players All Right, Tim hey Doug how will practice look different this year uh given the the COVID considerations I mean what's what's going to look different structurally and and our uh, our mouth shield's going to be part of the equation for you guys
3: yeah well one you guys won't be out there which would be not kind of nice um but uh no i'm just kidding um but you know yeah i mean the coaches the coaches are um you know we're going to we're going to coach in uh either face shields or masks i mean that's that's part of protocol we want to definitely protect ourselves protect our players uh that way that's going to be different you know um a lot of times you know from a socially distant standpoint we we can still coach you know from a distance and uh and, and still get our work done and and still be um you know uh following protocol and and all of that but you know i other than that really you're not going to see a lot of a lot of wholesale changes you know maybe the amount of people that that we have out there as far as ball boys and trainers and strength conditioning staff obviously those numbers are way down but that than than what we have you know would have in a normal training camp situation so other than that you know um there's not a lot of wholesale changes that we're going to make you know moving forward
2: and are you guys doing the mouth shields doug those oakley mouth shields
3: i think yeah we we've got those i think some of the players are going to try them and and see if they see if they like them um obviously being my first day back i did see a few guys today have them uh, because today was the first day they could have their helmets on so um yeah we'll we'll go next couple of days get a feel for it and uh see if the guys like them
2: okay thanks coach thanks everybody
3: thanks guys good to see you